Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals taking on the Oilers tonight in Edmonton. The latest on injuries to Darcy Kemper and Martin Ferravari. And Tarek El-Bashir joins us as the team looks to get back on track. Good morning, everybody. It is Monday, December 5th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. Presented by Clear, the faster way in a Capital One arena. It's the fifth game of a six-game trip tonight for the Capitals. The second and final meeting of the year with the Edmonton Oilers here in Alberta. Peter Laviolette's team is looking to sweep the two-game season series with the Oilers this evening after a 5-4 win at Capital One Arena back on November 7th. It has been a struggle so far on the trip for the Caps. They've lost two straight, three of four, only have three standings points out of a possible eight, and injuries over the weekend to both Martin Ferravari and Darcy Kemper. Ferravari's listed as day-to-day by the team and is out for tonight's game against Edmonton. Kemper's status unknown for tonight, but it should be noted that goaltender Hunter Shepard was held out of Hershey's home game yesterday afternoon, perhaps as a precaution for joining the team here in Edmonton in a backup capacity to Charlie Lindgren tonight. We'll know later on this morning. As for the Oilers, they're playing some of their best hockey of the season entering tonight's game, having won four of five, most recently beating Montreal Saturday night at home, and have wins over Florida, Chicago, and the New York Rangers, all in the last 10 days. Yesterday, Peter Laviolette met the media here in downtown Edmonton on what went wrong for the Caps in Calgary and what needs to be cleaned up for tonight's game with the Oilers. We gave up too much through puck decisions and through forecheck decisions. There was too many too many rushes coming back against us the other way. It kept us out of the offensive zone and it put them in the zone that they wanted to be in. They were, because of our decisions, they were dangerous off the attack because they had numbers, whether it was a breakaway or a two-on-one or a four-on-two. They had numbers because of things that I feel like we could have controlled better or done better. Oilers head coach Jay Woodcroft talked with the media after Edmonton's practice yesterday where he discussed how his team wants to defend against Alex Ovechkin tonight. A lot of the best players in the world is that you have to pay special attention to him. You call attention to what his strengths are. You want to take away time and space and, and limit his puck touches. But the best players in the world find a way to affect games. That's why they are the best. For us, we just want to play towards an identity where we make it difficult to get to our end. We find ourselves in our end. We want to make sure we're coming out as, as clean as we can be. And if we have to defend, we want to defend hard and as a unit of five. Uh, I don't think one player shuts down a superstar of his caliber. I think it's a team effort. Here on the trip with us for the game against the Oilers tonight, our pal Tarek El-Bashir from The Athletic and TNT. On the road trip at large, the latest on an apocalyptic injury situation when we might see Dmitry Orlov back in the lineup and the race in the Eastern Conference, keeping the door open for the Capitals, even with Washington's recent struggles. 
Well, happy to be joined by Tariq El-Bashir this morning here in Edmonton as the Capitals getting ready to play the Oilers tonight. This road trip has gotten a little rough, not only in terms of lack of standings points, but injuries. We'll find out later today. Darcy Kemper, a question mark for tonight. Martin Ferrari, we already know, is out for tonight. He's listed his day-to-day, according to head coach Peter Laviolette yesterday, as if this team needed any more adversity. Here they are in Edmonton, struggling to try and get wins out here. It almost is unbelievable the amount of injuries that this team has sustained to keep players this year. I've been covering this team since coming out of the lockout in 2005-06, and this has to be the most banged up team I've ever covered. And, you know, it's a team that needed almost everything to go right for them in order to keep that playoff streak going. It's still early in the year. Uh, you know, it's it's too early to, to bury them just yet, but it, you look at the way these injuries are compounding. There are guys who have been day-to-day for two weeks now, and it's hard right now to kind of see any positivity for this group. You were in Seattle after the game. Peter Laviolette not very pleased with his team's effort, and then the game in Calgary where they started out okay, but then were badly outchanced again in the second period. Never really had a chance to get back in the game, and with the injuries that they sustain, you lose Avari, Alexander Alexiev playing it just his third NHL game. That was some tough sledding in Calgary, too. So these last games, really from the weekend, Seattle and Calgary now heading into Edmonton, a rough couple of games for this team. It is, and the thing that's so frustrating for the coaching staff and probably for some of the players on the team is just the, the maddening inconsistency. The fact that you can have likely your, your best 60-minute effort in Vancouver against a team that was pretty hot at that moment, and then you blow a two-goal lead in, in Seattle, and then you have what happened in Calgary, and, and you, you're just left scratching your head who are the capitals and then you go and you look at the list of players on long-term injury and on the you know normal injured reserve and you're like oh okay well it's, it's the banged up capitals i mean it's it's almost hard to evaluate it's hard to say you know what is not working for this team when guys are just in and out of the lineup the way they are i mean i haven't done the math just yet but i mean at one point earlier this year they were about 40 million dollars in salary that's almost half the salary cap and they're probably in that vicinity right now no one in this league is going to feel sorry for you. Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl do not care that they're that they're down key players. You know, if anything, that's going to make them you know hungrier to get a win, especially after losing to them earlier in the year. The hope, I think, internally for the past month was, hey, hang on, hang on, collect points. You know, keep that wild card two within striking distance. You know, in your sights, and then hopefully when Nicholas Backstrom comes back and Tom Wilson comes back and Beck Malenstein comes back and Dimitri Orlov comes back, you know, then maybe we can you know start making a push. It's hard to say with looking at the way things have gone here over the past couple of games, they're going to still have that wild card too with, within striking distance if things don't turn around here in, in, a, in a significant measurable way. The good news is in the Eastern Conference that nobody's really running away yeah. in that middle of the pack. The Rangers are not very good right now. The Islanders have been okay. Hurricanes starting to get it together. They're your top three. But of the teams that are in that wild card position, Florida's certainly not going very well. Maybe a little bit better these last couple of games, but still middling outside the playoff picture, much like Washington is. So there is hope out of town, too, not just in town. Absolutely. And, and that's what they've got to cling to right now. They've got to look at those standings and go, hey, listen, Detroit and Montreal, they might be paper tigers, right? The Rangers aren't going very well. That's the position you're in when you've had a month like the Capitals. Like, not only do they have to turn things around and start stringing together, not just you know get, getting a point here and now. Now they got to start getting wins. They got to start getting two points. They also have to count on some other teams to continue struggling. And I think there are a couple in that mix. You, you can probably go, yeah, they're not going to be there at the end. But then there's still a couple where you know you're like, oh, maybe they'll turn it around too. They're talented. Eager Shostakin 
Gordon has not had the season that anyone expected to this point. Is he going to find his game? There, there are a lot of variables, but if you don't want to kind of squint and look for that glimmer of hope, you're right. It's that no one else in that four-team group that's fighting for wildcard two is, uh, is running away with anything. Last one for you. Matt Irwin going to slot in tonight, we expect, and the Capitals still have 60 even without Ferivari going tonight. But Dmitry Orlov, this has been a strange stretch that he didn't leave with the team when they went to New Jersey at the beginning of the trip. He flew to Seattle, and you thought, okay, well, he's got a chance to get in. But Peter Laviolette yesterday kind of throwing some cold water on the fact that he's still not quite ready to go. So it's been a very tough physical stretch for Dmitry, and it doesn't sound like we're going to see him here in Edmonton either. You know, the injury that he has, I'm told, it's been hard for the medical staff to kind of really get a hold of it and kind of really diagnose exactly here's what's going on and here's how to fix it. It is improving. He is now able to skate. Part of the reason he came out here, when he first arrived, I was like, oh, it means he's getting ready to play. No, you know what it was? He was skating with Nicholas Backstrom and Tom Wilson back home, and they were on a different schedule than he is in terms of how hard they're pushing. He needed to be at nine-tenths, and they're still, you know, at six-tenths. So he came out here just so he could continue to kind of ramp up and and try to get back on the ice. But you're right, he's been day-to-day for 12 games now, 13 games if he does not play in Edmonton. And that's a big, big chunk this team is missing. I mean, that's your number two defenseman. Plays in a lot of different situations. The concerning thing is he is like I said, improving. He is getting out there, but there's no like, okay, well we think he can play here. So they need him back really quickly. Nice to see you out here in Edmonton. Joining us out west, Tarek. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for this. Anytime, John. It's a nice treat to have Tarek with the team a long way from home on this trip. It's the Capitals. And the Edmonton Oilers tonight at 8.30 Eastern. No more late, late night hockey anyway. 8.15 air coming at you from Rogers Place tonight on 106.7 A Fan and Caps Radio 24-7. Heard at CapsRadio247.com. Have a great game day Monday, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.